everybody. Welcome back to another mini-sode of the Lonely Sluts Podcast. I'm Claire. And I'm Sarah. And we have a couple questions to answer. These were actually asked the last time we solicited questions, and we didn't get to them. So we have... They're all from the same person, so <laughs> you better listen to this episode. Shout out to you, our loyal listener. Yeah. Okay, the first one is three parts, and it can be as deep as you want it to be. It says, how are y'all, like, doing? Emotionally, professionally, spiritually? Um, I will say that is a very day-by-day thing for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very much um, minute-by-minute almost. <laughs> um, and today I'm fine. Today's, yeah. today's fine. We woke up. We went to Wendy's. We just relaxed. Um, so there, And I haven't been thinking about like all of the things that I really need to do and looked at my calendar. So that's... Um, good for me professionally I feel like I've been in a slump post-college so I don't know if I've ever been doing super great professionally but other everything else I've been doing fine interesting at least for today yeah well I think professionally I'm doing really well I like my job Um, we're getting into the busy season which is good because then I don't have time to think about the other stuff and I'll actually make some more money because there's more tipped out events and stuff which is great um emotionally I've been doing okay (laughs) I've been feeling a little bit untethered lately like I feel like all my friends are moving away or have something going on and I've been feeling a little drifty so I'm trying to figure that out yeah I someone made a post a long time ago on either Twitter or Tumblr and they were like growing up is just realizing that all of your friends are slowly moving away to other cities yeah (laughs) and I was like that's actually so true like all of the closest friends that I've had from like high school and college Mm -hmm. and all that and that I'm still fairly close to are now just slowly spreading out over the country (laughs) um and so that's a little upsetting but um yeah I've also been feeling a little bit claustrophobic in Charleston because I keep running into people that I, like, used to know, like, that I don't talk to anymore, and I can't go anywhere without seeing people that I, like, I hung out with all these people from, like, middle school the other night, like, and that could be said about three different nights that I've had recently, and that's just a lot, and mm-hmm. I don't know, I, so I've been feeling weird, but not bad. Just, I gotta figure out what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So, emotionally untethered. Professionally, great. Spiritually, we'll go with emotionally, I think. Yeah. I think um, once I get... Right now, I've... Like, the past few months, I've been living without a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I get... Like, once I move and get a new job and, like, start doing things again and start to get myself into a routine, I think I'll do a lot better in all the other yeah, aspects. Yeah, no, I love a routine I love being busy if I don't have something to do I feel bad about myself mm-hmm. and like I it's also kind of like if I don't have something to do I won't do anything and so if I had like a day off and no plans I would just sit on the couch all day and I would get nothing I would do nothing so to answer how we're doing I would say we're okay <laughs> we're doing we're just fine <laughs> as good as can be expected you know there's that Um, this next one says, this is another one that could be deep too. If you were to die next year, what would you make sure to do this year? Money isn't an object. 
I mean, I'm going to do the cliched, I'm going to travel. Yeah. If money's not an object, I'm going to visit all of my friends and family that live in faraway places, and then I'm just going to go everywhere that I've always wanted to go. I'm going to buy a lot of clothes, too. And I'm going to get a massage all the time. Yes. And I'm going to get my nails done because I want to feel good for that last year that I'm dying. I'll or, get a lot of massages. Yeah, and I would travel. I would totally travel. I would go on a boat. Not a cruise, but like a yacht, like a, a Bahamas yacht, like mm-hmm. Kardashian style. That's what I would do. And yeah, I would I would quit my job and travel, which is cliche. But the reason it's cliche is because so many people don't have the opportunity or the finances to do it. So everybody wants to. Mm-hmm. And if I had nothing but time, well, I say nothing but time. If I had a year and I had un- like money wasn't mm-hmm. a, yeah, I'd run up credit card debt like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. Like, if I'm I knew, dead, if I knew that it wasn't going to harm my like living relatives, yeah, 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 um, I would accrue so much debt. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> exactly. And I'd stick it to the government. I'd be like, "You just have this now. It is clear that I don't understand how money and uh, <laughs> debt works." I also would make sure that I tell the people that I love, I love them on a regular basis. I think I do that anyway, but I would feel more obligated. To do so if I was like, well, they should know. My family has a very, um, like, it's not, it doesn't, I feel like it doesn't have as much meaning because we've been saying it every time we end a phone call uh, for the last, like, 20 years of my life. Um, But we always say, see you, love you, bye. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, I don't know. So I think that's nice that we always say it, but it also... I don't know. I, I say it sometimes accidentally with just casual friends, and that's always awkward. I'm like, all right, see you, love you, bye. Like, okay. <laughs> have to, like, restrain myself from saying it to, like, Papa John's on the phone. <laughs> oh, you'll be here soon. See you, love you, bye. <laughs> that was oh, regrettable. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the next question is, who made your logo? That would be the beautiful and talented Katie Bailey. She made our logo and our header for our mm-hmm. like she yeah our logo for our podcast but it's also a profile picture on Instagram and Twitter and she made our header too she's very talented and she did it I commissioned her to do it and all I had to do was buy her dinner it was great um she's a great artist and she's a musician she's in a band southbound 17 give them a shout out they're on let me see what their actual Instagram is. But they're on Instagram. They're on Twitter. They're on Spotify. They're all over the place. Are they on Apple Music? I don't know. Probably. Don't. I don't know. I need a fact checker. But their Instagram is southbound17band. But Katie is a singer and mandolin player. And she's also a talented artist. Um. Let's see. This next question is, do pickup lines work on you? If so, what's the best one you've heard, and what's the worst? Um, I don't think they necessarily work. Nobody uses them. Um, no one in person really uses them. Um, or it's something where, like, we're already talking, and they'll say one as a joke or something like that. Um, so I don't really, like, as a starter, as the icebreaker, I don't think they necessarily work. Um, because I don't really know where to go from there, because I'm usually just kind of awkwardly laughing and... Being like, ha ha, good one. And don't really know how to keep the conversation going. Um, I would say it's a case-by-case basis for me. 
I'm either going to be into you or not, like, already. Like, your pickup line I decided is... that across the room. <laughs> oh, for sure. And, like, it's, yeah, as soon as you're anywhere near enough to me, I've already noticed you and made a decision. And if your pickup line is offensive, that can change the decision. Mm-hmm. But if your pickup line is cheesy, that's not going to yeah. change anything. Um, what's the best one I've heard? Okay, so... Are there any good pickup When lines? I was in, like, mm, 11th grade, this guy who went to a different high school, messaged me on Facebook, and he was like, how much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. And I was, like, swooning, literally just because he messaged me. And it had nothing to do with the lime. It had everything to do with the with person. the person, yeah. Nothing became of that. I think he's a hot mess, but I was thrilled. Um, I also really like the one, this is, like, a physical, you have to be, like, in the same place, where you, like, touch the shoulders. You're like, if you were a pirate... Would you keep your parrot on this shoulder or this shoulder? And you start with the one, like, closest to you, and then you, like, put your arm around them to do the other shoulder. I don't think that's ever been done romantically to me, but I think that's so funny. I, yeah, I do like the funny ones like that. Um, And, like, the one where it's like, can you hold something for me? And they're like, yeah, sure. And then you just hold their hands. (laughs) That, I like that. That's funny. So those are nice. (sighs) What's the worst the worst pickup line i'm probably any like some like overly sexual yeah you've got to lean towards funny and lean away from sexual because that's yeah like the overly sexual ones i'm like that's makes me feel weird oh this is another one that i like it's not i don't i don't have a worst one but this one is uh are you my appendix because you make my stomach feel funny and i kind of want to take you out (laughs) Yeah, I remember actually getting that, and um, they said the first line, and I just said, yes. And he said, well, that explains this funny feeling in my stomach. <laughs> and I, because I wanted to know what would happen, though, if I had said no, but... Are you my appendix? No. That's a weird thing to say to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we go from here, John? <laughs> okay. And finally, what's the weirdest thing you've ever done while dating? I don't really quite understand what this question means um i don't understand what it like is this the weirdest thing you've done to the other like how you've Maybe. acted with I've the acted other person real weird a couple times or if it's just like been you acting weird on dates um i don't know what's like, the weirdest you've been on a date i feel like i all i'm trying to <laughs> bold of you to assume i've reached peak weirdness <laughs> um, <laughs> thus far yeah i um feel like i always act weird when it's a one-on-one situation really? with someone I don't know very well. Um, I just, like, my awkwardness comes out times ten. Um, and so that's why I hope people don't go off of their first impressions of me. <laughs> because there could be weird. I'm trying to think the weirdest I've been on a date. I think it's been more like any kind of weirdness would be, like, standoffishness. I think I'm pretty good at faking it. Like, in general, like, I'm pretty mm-hmm. good at, like, social interaction, especially on, like, a first date. I crush a first date. I'm, like, anxious, but they don't know. Once you get in there, much easier. Well, you're a very talkative, easygoing person, like, to talk to. I love to. that you said I'm easygoing, because that's a lot. Easygoing person to talk to. Like, yeah. very easy to carry a conversation, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. you're good at carrying conversation. And, um, I'm not. <laughs> so, it's... See, that's why I like being friends with you and Abby, because you both are very talkative, like, good conversation havers. 
And I think that's a very admirable trait. I wish that I had it. And I like meeting new people when I'm around friends because I have them to fill in like all yeah, the it's blanks easier. and carry the conversation mm-hmm. and I can just kind of like jump in when necessary. Add until a funny quip and then yeah. jump back up. Okay. Yeah, I bet that was a disappointing answer. Sorry. I don't know. Um, <laughs> also, what's the weirdest thing that's happened to you while dating? Different question slightly. Hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like I should have prepped a little bit more for this prior to because I'm just having a really hard time recalling things on the spot right now. Okay, this isn't, I, I'll go up first. This isn't exactly funny. Like, I think they were probably expecting, like, a funny answer. But, like, the weirdest thing that happens to me is, like, the disconnect in our experiences. Like, I'll get home and I'll be like, that was the most uncomfortable two hours of my life. I can't imagine that was fun for anyone. And then they're like, I had a really great time. Let's go out again. And I'm like, oh, baby, are all of your social interactions like this? Because that was painful. Yeah. It makes, like repeatedly it makes me wonder if they're just trying to be nice and like trying to get another one to see maybe if it'll be better in the future or Mm. if they genuinely have such a disconnect with what happened in reality to versus like their perception of what happened and which makes me more concerned um i'll definitely go on a first date if i'm iffy about it but i will not go on a second date if i didn't like the first date mm -hmm. Like, yeah, if I'm, like, on the fence, I'm like, sure, we'll go, we can go on a first date. Because that's what a first date's for, is for feeling it out. And then, like, but after the first date, I don't want to have to, like, force myself to be like, yeah, I'm going to hang out with this mediocre guy again. Because I can be by myself and be much happier doing what I want. Also, I feel like I know what one of the weirdest things that's happened to you while dating is purple rain. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We told that in one of the podcast we put out um i don't even remember which episode it was but yeah this boy somehow fell in love with me i say that like that's like totally out of the realm of possibility <laughs> he somehow fell in love with me after like uh, we hooked up once i met him out we hooked up we went on a date and by that date i he had uh, he had decided that this was it and i <laughs> had no idea that he felt that way. I was kind of iffy on it, to be honest. I didn't expect to hear from him again. Then he texted me, and he was talking about moving to Charleston. And I was like, oh, buddy. Yikes. And you guys already had a song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. That was a lot. So that was, I know one of the weirder things to happen to you. <laughs> well, that's also kind of what I'm talking about. Like, we had that date, and we, like, he was saying like vaguely sexist stuff and I was like oh yeah I don't like him really at all actually Mm -hmm. and then I like decided this and then I get home he's like I haven't felt this way in a really long time and I was like oh no I fooled you (laughs) again yeah I I don't understand how there could be such huge disconnects sometimes so that's the weirdest thing that's happened to me while dating okay That's all we have for questions for today. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you so, so, so much for sending in questions. Thank you for listening. We're so thrilled that we have anybody listening to this podcast, even this far along. Screaming into the void. (laughs) It makes me so happy and validated. We appreciate you. If you have any questions, comments, anecdotes, 
recipes you'd like to share? Oh, yeah, definitely share those recipes. Um, yeah, any, yeah, anything like that. Our DMs are open at The Lonely Sluts on Instagram and Twitter. And we have a Gmail, thelonelysluts at gmail.com. We'll be back next week with a full-length episode. And we'll talk at you again. Bye.